For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Doing all right, coach. Just uh, happy to be here. It's championship week. Got some uh, great matchups. One important team that won't be a, won't be a part of those matchups, but I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, you know, there were some there's some wait, great wait, games. Wait, what team? Notre Dame. All oh, right, they won't be there, right? No, we don't. We, we're not. We don't play in a conference, but you know, we're we're fine. Nine and three. It looks like we're, we, we get, they got us matched up with LSU, which the, we'll call that the Brian Kelly bowl. Hopefully we, you know, beat that ass. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, Brian, in... hopefully Brian Kelly hangs a hundred on you. No. Yeah. Jaden Daniels probably won't play. I bet. What? Let's talk about him a little bit. You know, I think he probably, if they were 10 and two, he probably walks away with the Heisman. You know, they go, they go nine and three. Oh man, do you think he gets it? I mean, he 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 I think probably it comes down to Bo, Joe. If, if, if Bo Nix comes out and balls out and they win the Pac-12, I think he Bo Nix wins it. If Bo Nix throws three interceptions and they lose, I think Jay Daniels might win it. I mean, the odds was, are Jay Daniels. Sounds like Bo. It sounds like Penix doesn't have a shot because he's been struggling. He has not played well at all. No, he month. hasn't. No. Uh, so it sounds like it's a two-man race. Would you think Daniels is the best player in college college football this year? Yeah, I think he's been incredible. I, I agree. I think he's he's pretty awesome to watch too. I mean, he's he's pretty amazing. He, he's had an he's, incredible year. I think it's the best player. I, I can't stand the Heisman. It's the best player. It's not the best player on a playoff team. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's yeah. turned into. It, it's the best player on the playoff team. I don't care if they got three losses. I mean, I think he's been the best player. You think he'll? Do you think he'll be a decent and, pro? It's gonna be interesting. I, you know, I think he's Caleb a big guy. Drake. He's like he's like six five. I mean, he's not like it's not like I he's think, six. Foot. I think Caleb May, uh, Caleb May, Caleb Williams and Drake May got a chance to be special. But like we've seen, like look at like somebody like Brock Purdy. You know, he's lighting the world on fire, and we've seen like Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick. So you see these guys mm-hmm. like it's gonna be. I don't know who like of the group. Let, let me give you this. Okay, I'll give you three choices. Who do you think will have the best chance of being crow? A pro, Jane Daniels, Michael Penix, or Bo Nix. Which three are you taking? Daniels. I he's Daniels. Okay, let me ask you this: Quinn Ewers or JJ McCarthy? Ewers. Even though I think okay. McCarthy is a great college college football player, college quarterback. Because so 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 the, the what I'm saying, I think the top two are are special. And then I think there's a drop down, but then who's three to five? I don't know. It's it. You got yours has had a run. JJ's looked good earlier this year at times. Uh, you got uh, you know, 
Penix put up some big numbers. Bo Nix has looked really good all year. Jaden Daniels looked good all year. I mean, there's some intriguing quarterbacks. I think this is a really intriguing. That's why it's been a great college football class. year, coach. I mean, you're just that's why it's been a great year in college football because of the quarterback play. Quarterback play. Oh, the quarterback play has been, I agree, unreal. And and we all knew it coming in because we all knew Caleb Williams was coming back. We all knew Penix was coming back. Because remember, Washington played really well down the stretch last year. Um, yeah. We all knew Knicks was coming back. Quinn Ewers got a, bit, a lot of buzz. J.J. McCarthy got a lot of buzz. So, yeah, I agree. I read, I, I, I I read somewhere, I read somewhere, Coach uh, Milton from Tennessee, probably going to run 4-3, four, 4-4, four, four, and he can probably throw 85 yards. He sucks, though. <laughs> I just He's going to test off the charts. I mean – yeah, he, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, he like, like he's big, but I don't know. He's big and fast and can throw it. He can chuck that ball 80, 80 85 yards. I mean, that's yeah. You can't teach that. All right, on this episode of the podcast, guys, we're gonna talk about the playoff race. Talk about the games from last week. Have my buddy Frederick. Carl Frederick on the show, uh, and much more. Let's get into it. All right, uh, Michigan thirty, Ohio State twenty four. Good game back and forth. Uh, I think that pretty evenly matched. Pretty evenly matched. I, I think that I think you know it comes down to I think Michigan played a perfect game. I really do. I think that they they didn't really have many turn. They didn't have no turnovers. Very little penalties. I thought JJ McCarthy was efficient. He wasn't necessarily great, but he was efficient. I brought this ball, coach. I brought um, this up last. I brought this up last week on our, on 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 the podcast. JJ McCarthy. The four or five plays he made with his feet were the difference in the game. I brought that up. I thought that was going to be a difference maker. It's something Ohio State hasn't had the last couple of years. You need that dual threat in college football, especially against these top-tier defenses, to, to just extend the drive. Because you never know what could happen in those next three or four plays with a big play down the field or, or, or you know Henderson breaking for 60 yards or whatever it is. Mission got that. They win the game by six. I'm telling you, if you switch quarterbacks, Ohio State probably wins. McCarthy just with those extra – he made five plays with his feet. That, you, you might be right. That, I, I think – McCord doesn't I, make. I think, I, think it, I think it was – it comes down to like – it came down to a few plays. Like I was really – the most – I think it really upset me about Ryan Day was the end of the half. It's fourth and two. You have him on the ropes a little bit. You, you, you pass. You, you, well, no, okay, listen. Are you going to score a touchdown? Are you going to score a touchdown there, though? I. That's that's always my question when you go for it late night. No, no. Here's half. my problem. Here's right? my problem. Are okay, you score a So you had the ball at the ten. You made some great passes. You get down to the. You're at the like the thirty three. It's like thirty five seconds left. You. I know this, and I'm a fan, and I watched every minute of every Ohio State game. Sometimes two or three times. Our field goal kicker is good from 45 in. Like, he's solid. But yeah. he's never attempted anything after, like, 48, I think. It was 53. And I was like, there's no way he's going to make it. I could have told you that. Okay? And so, you needed – I would have went for a closer field goal. And I, I just didn't like how you got conservative there. I think you could run it down to, like, maybe 20 seconds. That way, if you don't get it, you know, Michigan gets the ball back, but not as much time. You got a good defense. Trust your defense. Put your foot to the gas a little bit there. So you might be able to crack a touchdown. So that was my big problem with with Day. And then, you know, I, I think it overall, outside that, it was a very close game. 
You know, I thought, you know, I great thought football both, game. Yeah, great, both, great defenses, game. both defenses played very well. Um, and then like the game just I thought we were gonna win the game. I think it's very similar to Notre Dame game. I thought we were gonna win the game. And and you know, everybody's gonna get on McCord for that pick. Now, first pick was horrible. So that you know that cost you there too for sure. But going to win the game there, you know, the left guard got blown up and he had Harrison wide open. I watched that play probably eight times. I watched it on slow-mo. I've seen pictures of it. He had Harrison open on a dig. Harrison probably catches it. You're at the 20 with about 22 seconds left. Okay? So it just the left guard blew it. They ran a twist, and the left guard got blown up at the bad time. You know, that happens, you know, and you lost the game. So, yeah, it's very disappointing and frustrating. Michigan deserved it. They played better. They played – you know, how about that call? First play of the fourth quarter, halfback toss. Oh, that was a great awesome. call. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Michigan played more loose. I think Michigan played, you know, and, and, and they deserved to win the game. So, and I think the quarterback made more plays. He made more plays with his feet. He had some yeah, great throws. Did. It's just, you know, you, you texted me earlier. The game's a game of inches. And, and I will say, these teams, it's not the Ohio if, if Michigan beat Ohio State 10 years ago, you'd think, wow, the talent on the field is just so. It's so tilted one way or the other. The talent, and we've talked about this the last couple of years, Coach, the talent is pretty damn equal. I still think Ohio State's probably the more talented team. And, yes, and on Saturday, it was the more talented team except at one position, and that was at quarterback. And I know you're a Kyle McCord believer, but he just doesn't make enough plays with his arm or his feet to be an elite college football player. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, in the Big Ten or college football, but to be elite, you have to be able to do both or be really good at one. And he's just not really good at one, and he's not elite at both. So that's that's where I'm at with him. He's good. He makes some good plays. He makes some good throws. And I think he'll be better next year. I think he'll be better next year. I really do. Um, but no, I mean, I, I. But I said, will he be the star? Hey, 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 hey. Will he be the starter next year? Yes, he will. There's there's talks they might go after that backup kid from Texas. I, I don't believe that. I think he's a starting quarterback. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. I I, I've, I I will stand on this hill and I'll die on it. I've been saying since January. Kyle McCord was not the problem this year. It was their O line. Their O line. We couldn't run the ball. They play, I thought they. I thought the O line. I thought, I thought they, the O line. Okay, I'll give you this. I thought the O line passed protected well and outside that one drive when they ran it all the way down, they played well. But when they but needed then a big they go away run, from it. Why'd they go away from that running attack after they ran it? They they ran it like Michigan did against well, They State. ran it, but then but like that last they came back, they ran on first down. They got one yard because they ran like a they ran like a, a long, drawn out, I don't know. It was a but long this, this, But here's the thing. Yeah, here's the other thing is is second and last drive of the game, they took it down and scored a touchdown. So the offense was 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 humming. It just what Michigan does, they do a great job. They shorten the field. They're kind of like an option team. They run so many plays that the time of possession, and everything is tilted. And and let's be honest, like I think Ohio State's defense was fine, but you know Michigan gets the ball back seven eight yards, seven eight minutes left. Like Ohio State couldn't stop them. They drove right down, and got a field goal. Now, if you stop them there and hold them to a punt, you get the ball back with three or four minutes. That's a lot better than getting back with a minute and twenty. So, you know, it, it all plays into it. You know, I don't think there's a huge gap. And I, I think there's a chance Ohio State's got a chance to win it next year big time because Michigan's kind of re – they're losing a lot. Michigan's going to lose 80% of the team. 
This is a senior-laden yeah. team, and they built for this. Here's the, the, the thing that, that what Michigan's done better than Ohio State is they got in the transfer portal a lot, and they got a lot of good players from transfer portal. And they've created a, a, a physical, rugged Big Ten team that has a very diverse run game. And they're very good. They're very physical. They run at you. And Ohio State defense. They got defense two great running backs. They yeah. got two great running backs. It's not one. They got two great ones. Yeah. And, and Ohio State defense, for the most part, hung in there and slowed them down. Uh, but you're right. The quarterback needed maybe a player two. O-line needed to make a player two. Defense maybe get off the field. I mean, you know, that, that touchdown catch, I mean, I think it was a touchdown catch where, you know, where, where, the, where it ends up working. Yeah, I, I, I liked it as a catch. I, it was close. Don't get me wrong. It was really, oh, it was really close. close. I'm saying if that's in the middle of the field, that's probably a pick. But because, it, I mean, it was close. But, I mean, I wasn't mad about it. I think it was it was the right call uh, for sure. But, like, I mean, it just, you know, three or four plays here or there. I, I don't think Ohio State's far. In the moment, it's frustrating. In the next year, it, it digs at you. Um, and, and, and this is what Ryan day has to deal with, but you know, the other thing I'll say is I was thinking about it, you know, Ohio state, you know, urban was seven and oh, and you know, some of those games, he kicked some butts, but he got some lucky breaks too. Remember the time. Oh, the the, oh, yeah. That was one. That was the butt one. And then remember the, the Tyvis Powell in 2013, Brady Hoke went for two and then we picked it to end the game. So yep. there were some close ones in there, and it's just it's all going to Michigan's way. And you know, Harbaugh, you got to give him credit. I know he wasn't there, but he's, his imprints are still on the team. You know, he was zero and five in this rivalry, and now he's turned the tables. He's won three in a row. Uh, it could be an end. We'll see what happens to NCA. We'll see what happens to Harbaugh. You could see him maybe going back. Had some friends today tell me maybe he'll go back to the Bears, and maybe him and Fields or he'll draft one of those guys. I don't know. Like you could see Harbaugh going to the NFL. You got NCA violation. You got all this stuff still swirling, but for sure Michigan deserves it, and they played a great game. Yeah, and the Big Ten is going to change next year, obviously, with 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 the Pac-12 teams coming in. So it's going to be a different look, no matter what. Uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, Ohio State loses out on a, on a national t- national title shot. You know, that's that's what this game comes down to. I love it as a college football fan. I love that the how much this game means every year, and hopefully, it continues. Hopefully, whoever is the Michigan coach next year continues to to make this game be as important as it has been the last three years. And uh, you, you, you think hardball, any ch- hardball comes back. I haven't followed enough what's going on. I mean, I, I read here and there and, in, 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 you know, listen to what you have to say about it and Jay book and, and a couple others, but I, I don't know. I mean, how serious is it? You know, he's stealing signs. Obviously they didn't steal any signs for this game. They still, you know, beat a, the number two ranked team in the nation. So how much how much does it matter? I guess the NCAA will see. The Big Ten thought it was a three-game suspension, so that's where they're at with it. We'll see what the NCAA thinks. Um, they kind of do their own thing, um, and uh, we'll go from there. I hope he comes back because I think this rivalry is just is just getting started, and and um, you know with Harbaugh and Day, and I think they're two great coaches. And you know I'm not a big Day guy. I, I just don't like the way he acts on the sidelines. I don't like the way he berates the officials. I hate it. You know, one thing Urban never did is he never berated the officials. It was all about the team. You know, he he and what Day does to those guys, it just really pisses me off. I think it's bad for college football. I'll be honest with you. I don't like the way he acts. I don't like his attitude. You can, he's I, I, I mean, I, I – a football coach, but I've, I've seen him multiple games now where he just berates those officials, and I hate it. I hate it. It's like he blames them for him losing or him being tight. 
and I can't stand it. And I'm not a big fan of him. I I, I mean, he's a great I, football I think, coach. Great. I I, I I I like Day. I think he's you know. Um, I still somewhat believe in him, but he's got to get this this hump over with Michigan. I mean, he's got to be able to find a way next year to get a win. I mean, the guy's been an incredible record, you know, and he reminds me know. of Dabo a little bit. He reminds me of Dabo. Arrogant, greatest officials. I don't I, like I don't that. think he's arrogant. I don't see arrogant. Oh, I, I don't it. see arrogant. I, I don't see arrogant, but maybe um and that's fine, you know. And Clemson fans love love Dabble, so I don't know if they do now. But I'm just saying, like, uh, as far as, like, a coach and stuff, you know, he's got to find a way to get over the hump. Next year he's got to beat Michigan. I mean, he has to. I mean, uh, you know how big this rivalry is. I know how big this rivalry is. And The Big Ten's changing, though, Coach. you got to admit, it's going to look a little different. But they also, you know? like, Ohio State is going to have, like, a – I don't want to say virtual lock, but, like, I think they got an 85% shot to make the playoff every year. I mean, they got a oh, good shot. Oh, oh shit. That's – Coach, it's probably even higher than that. I mean, yeah. when's the last yeah, so time we have a shot State? to make the playoff every year? But, yeah. but it, the Big Ten is changing. Um, it, it's going to be fascinating next year. It's going to be so much fun, you know, to see you know Washington and Oregon. Now, now they they could be rebuilding. They're both going to lose a lot of players, um, but know. still, I think they're, they're both recruited well and they're good coaches. And then you know USC, we don't know. I mean. Heck, heck! Right now, those four teams. Who who's the one that looks the worst right now? Probably USC. Honestly, oh, USC doesn't yeah. look good either. They laid an egg against Cal. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know, it, but it, it's gonna be fun. And so so we got to see. You know, it. I guess it's jarring when you're an Ohio State fan when you had you start with Trestle and then you got Urban. You had 20 years of Trestle and Urban, and you just kind of dominate these guys. Um, uh, and now and now you now you you know, it's flipped. And I guess this was inevitable to happen and it flipped and Michigan deserves all the credit for it. They do. And, you know, they, they kind of, you know, uh, you know, Kevin Wagner made a good point. Like, you know, Jim Harbaugh kind of inherited a mess and it took him a while. I think one to clean up the mess two to figure out what he wanted to do. Cause he had Don Brown as DC and Don Brown was past his time. And I remember he, his last year at Michigan, Ohio state put 62 on him. He's got a way better DC now. And so it, it took Harbaugh some time and he figured it out. And at the same time, you know, they kind of got like a Garrett Golden parachute. And they he, he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been yeah. bad. He hasn't been bad. He, you no. know, wins every game he should. But you know, you're at Ohio State, you're judged on winning the bit beating Michigan, winning the Big Ten winning national championships and he hasn't done any of them well he's won the big 10 but he hasn't beat michigan up besides one year and he hasn't won a national championship so that's what you're that's where you're judged and you know ohio state is a fishbowl place and it's a tough place to live and like kevin wagner said this and bruce feldman said if texan maybe offered uh him the job he might go there but you know obviously they went a different way but you know, I know it's tough. I mean, you brought the NFL, maybe, I mean, I, but I still think he's committed. I, I don't think he wants to go out like this, and I think he'll be there for a couple more years, and we'll see if we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, it just it happens, man. That's the standard you live at. You're eleven and zero, and you lose to Michigan. You lose one game, your season's over, and that's the standard it is at Ohio State. Hey, Mar Maurice Claret, guy makes nine million dollars. Listen, can't can't live up to the to the to the standards and the hype. Find find another job, one yep. that doesn't pay nine million. 
Okay, let's get into other games. We got CJ coming up quick. Um, all right, Alabama. Did you see the end of that game? Alabama 27. Buddy, awesome. what is Auburn thinking? Rush floor at least. I uh, I that was one of the that was one of the coolest. Co- I listen, it is college football is college football, but like that was that was pretty unbelievable. Just how that that whole game transpired, come down to like that last throw, and it was, it was pretty shocking. I cannot I mean, that was like fourth and twenty seven. I Alabama was done. Alabama was done. They're gonna have their second loss. Auburn had it, and they just screwed it up. Unbelievable play by Jalen Moreau. Unbelievable yeah. play by the receiver Bond. I mean that that has got to go down one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. That was incredible. I was. I mean, did you see Herb Street and follow their their reaction? I mean, it was it was just it so was like it was it was awesome. And I kind of had that same reaction. Kind of jumped out of my seat. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy. And uh, I was watching. You know, the, I did the four boxes on YouTube TV, and I was watching. Yep. And I was with my kids. And I was watching the game. Can I turn after Ohio State Notre Dame, uh, Michigan game? I stopped watching for a little bit. And I was like, I'm gonna watch college football. So I flipped back on it and I, and I watched the, like the last hour. And once I watched, I had it in the one box and I was really watching it and I could not believe. It. I was like, what? And it, it, incredible play, incredible play. Don't give up. Great play. But Jalen Rowe seems like a great kid, man. I love his yeah, interviews. And then he goes, roll tide. <laughs> And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the adversity they've they've gone through this year with you know losing that first you know that first that Texas game, struggling against South Florida who's awful awful awful, you know he gets he gets benched. They go back to they go back to him and he's just just been unbelievable the rest of the season, and they just kind of find ways to win. Some of these games close close. Some of these games you know they blew out Ole Miss which was a great win. Blew out Tennessee. You know, close obviously with the Iron Bowl with 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 uh, Auburn, but uh, I would not be shocked if they go in and, and beat Georgia and get a spot in the national championship. But I also would not be shocked if how good Georgia looks and they just come in and just win like twenty eight to ten. You know, that would not yeah. shock me either. So it's it's been great for Bama. I think this shows what a great coach Nick Saban is. You know, he's not probably. Consider one of the greatest college football coaches of all time, if not the greatest. Um, this was probably one of his best coaching jobs to go eleven and one with this team, not benching your starting quarterback after what week two, and coming back to him. It's been amazing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. All right, man. We got my man Carl Frederick here. Carl, he's what up, president of what the up? John Clifford fan fan club, Penn State fan. College football fan, Eagles fan, lover of sports, and it, all right, buddy, how are you? Uh, you forgot the best there was and the best there ever will be. You forgot that part, Pat. <laughs> hey, Carl, all I right, ask buddy. You, should we just pencil uh, Penn State in for ten and two every year? Just <laughs> say, hey, we're giving Penn State ten and two. Don't even play the games. It doesn't matter because I feel like that's kind of where we're at. With them last like three or four years. Yeah, that's you know, I knew I knew one of you guys was going to ask me that too, and it's accurate. That's just the best they can do right now until Franklin learns how to run a like a legit offense. Is what was what you saw this year, what you saw last year, what you've seen the last couple years out of Penn State, ten and two, New Year's New Year's 
New Year's Six bowl game. Um, Good bowl game. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, though, as bitter as I am that they're in the same spot that they were a year ago, games like Saturday, like days after, like Saturday, rivalry games. I'm reminded that I, it could be a lot worse for me as a Penn State fan. I could be an Auburn fan right now. I could oh. be a Mississippi State fan. I could be a Maryland fan where, you know, you may have a good run of a team every five years or so, but you're not looking at the consistency uh, that Penn State has had in the Franklin era, which I know it sounds kind of silly because he hasn't gotten over the hump. And, you know, you guys are right. I mean, that's where he's at now, but there's, you know, with changes coming, the playoffs, maybe there's a new opportunity. But, you know, with 100%. this new, you know, this 12-team format, you know, the last – I think every year except for like 2020, I think Penn State would with that format would have been in the playoffs. I'm not saying I'm they would have done anything. Carlos but said that for the last six weeks, nobody benefits more from this 12 game playoff than Penn State. Honestly, that they they're in basically every year just on that 10 win season and and being a great college football team, but just not can't get over that hump against the Michigans and the Ohio States. Yeah, it. But, I mean, it it gets like to those. Back to your point, I mean, like, the losses this year, it's weird because I mean, they're in the same spot they were a year ago, but last year it was kind of, like, overachieving in terms of my expectations. I was ecstatic that because they were there. Because the year there. before they were a little down, right? Right, and I was not that, I was not high on the program. I didn't, you know, think, I mean, Pat's favorite coach ever, Brent Pry, had just left, and a year ago I was not feeling great about everything. But, you know, they go 10-2, and two, they – kick ass in the Rose Bowl. So obviously the expectations were higher. And then the way they lost to both Michigan and Ohio State were just like slow deaths for me. And your your co-host Chad doesn't help with his trolling during games either. So you know <laughs> <laughs> I put we are <laughs> Twitter with a dick. with <laughs> this guy. He's been giving back to me now. Yeah. Um but you know that's I mean, the reality is I shouldn't – I can't complain because I – one of my best friends is a big Miami Hurricanes fan, and I know they had their glory run, but they, they're stuck in the mud. I know they're going to – They would die for 10-2. They yeah. would that they would love Oh, 10-2. my God. They would be so hyped. If yeah. they were 10-2 the next year, they'd be a top-five preseason team. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, look at Miami. They're back. Yeah. I mean, like, or be, or it could be a Nebraska fan where you're just trying to get bull eligible when you're going through a new coach again. and Or I could be, you know, a Maryland fan who's at best hopes or an eight-win season. So I could yeah. – I just need to, like – I have to, like, recognize my surroundings at times when I get upset. I'm still pissed. But, you know, they have, they're another double-digit win season for James Franklin. He's done great things there. Um, or, you, know, you know what, Carl? Look at, like – you know, I would compare, and I know they're bigger. Pro, it's a bigger program than that, but look at like a West Virginia or Pitt. Like, yeah, they might get ten wins every five or ten years, and it's like, oh my god, they're back. And then the next season, season they're they're four and eight, five and seven, right? Yeah. So you're past with, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Chad. I and I, I Pitt is I is, should have been the first school I used as an example because I despise Pitt with a passion. And all and that's all because of Narduzzi makes me hate them. Um, yeah, yeah, but they're, they're that that fluke run they had a couple years ago. They're not even close to that. What they win three games this year? They're terrible. Losers. They were the worst. Yeah, they were 
I mean, they beat Louisville. I don't know how they beat them, but they, I think, Wofford and they went on one more. I don't know. Narduzzi's an idiot. He, he, yeah. he had a good offense coordinator that threw it around the yard, like some of a modern offense. He goes, oh, we're going to go back to ground and pound, and now they suck. And now he fired that OC. He's an idiot. Like, he had Brendan Marion, who's now the OC at UNLV. Yeah, who everybody likes. He, yeah, what? He, yeah, everybody likes that guy. He won. They, every, fun, every hey, fun fact. My first game as a head coach, I coached against him, and he was a head coach at Waynesboro one year. No really? lie. He was head coach at Waynesboro one year. He was out of college, came there one year. He was a piece of shit in the game. Uh, excuse my French, but uh, anyways, that's besides the point. But, yeah, everybody loves like, – he had him on staff who runs a go-go offense, which is like an option-based spread attack. It's a really good offense, actually. Yeah, and, no, he, he, his name has actually been linked to the – the OC vacancy for Penn State too. I just saw that today. I'm not sure if he's the front runner, but I just saw one of the no, names. But he, he's in a running for like a lot of these these. Yeah, Arkansas. Like they said Notre Dame doesn't. They did, Freeman came out today and said they wasn't him. That you know they didn't reach out to him. But yeah, everybody wants him. this. He's the hot. He's the hot name, and he could be a dark horse at like an Oregon State or some of these smaller. Yeah, he, know, could. he could. D1 schools because they're just trying to scoop him up. Yeah. Hey, speaking of what you said, so I was looking at last week. Based, this is based on last week's playoff rankings. You guys would be 11. And think of how much fun this would be. You guys would go to Oregon. That, wouldn't that that'd be a fun game to watch? I might not beat Oregon if I wins, but wouldn't that you be a fun game Oregon. to watch? Yeah. Absolutely. That's, dude. that's I mean, a toss-up game. That, I mean, Penn State against Oregon is probably a three-point dog at, 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 at Oregon. It's not like it's – you know, 14 points, like, that's that's a, that's an unbelievable game. That's what we're kind of missing out this year. I thought this year, with the amount of good teams and kind of where everybody's at, like, Penn State's 11th-ranked team, they're a 10-2 and two football team. Like, that's that's unbelievable. Right. Like, that's what we want to see in this 12-game playoff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, speaking of Oregon, too, I mean, with the Big Ten expansion, the Big Ten – Pac-12 West, whatever's coming next year, they get they'll get that matchup too. So that's another thing. It's kind of off the point, but yeah, that'd be fun to watch in the playoffs. I can't wait for that. I mean, hopefully next year Penn State's in the same position where they, you know, refuse to use their best players and have two stupid losses, but they're still in the playoffs. You know, <laughs> hey, lock them in ten and two. Let's just put them right there. Hey, uh, all right, I'm putting you on the spot here. I told right. you what I was going to ask you. <laughs> who, who are the four that make it? The four right that now. make it or the top four right now? Who do you think makes it? Who do you think right. wins this weekend? Wow. Who do you think makes it? You got four teams. Think about this. All right. Georgia's in regardless if they win or not. Wow. You think even they lose, they're in? Think? Even if they lose 28 to 10 or something great like Alabama just comes I still wow. think I still think they're in just based on their history. And you remember in 2021, Alabama beat them in the, you know, the championship game. And they still got in then, too. And. Um, but I think Al, I think Georgia's in. I think um, Michigan's in. You know, why are they even playing that Big Ten title game? I mean, I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm telling you, I tell you, I hate Michigan. I'm gonna bet Michigan hard. They're gonna clobber. What's Iowa. the spread on that? Not the to... twenty-two. It's like twenty-three and a half, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, it was twenty-two. Yeah. I got Georgia, Michigan, Oregon. I got them in because I think they're you beating think they're Washington. Be Washington? Yes. Yes. I'd like them. I like. I like them since since they lost that game. They look better. That is crazy, though. Yeah. Uh, listen. Let me yeah. tell you something. I be, I was a fan of this Dan Lanning guy before 
the Colorado game, but when Colorado early in the year was out on the middle of the O talking trash and he had that great speech, I'm like, sign me up for Dan Lanning 10 times out of 10 because he, Oregon is maybe the, you know, the best team in the country. You guys saw how the first game against Washington went in Washington, and I love the Huskies. They got a little bit lucky, a little fortunate, and they've been kind of uh, fortunate in a lot of these games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Oregon takes it to them. So I got Georgia, Michigan, Oregon. Now, the, the fourth spot is tricky. So I want to go Florida State, but, you know, they don't have Travis, so I don't know if they're going to beat Louisville uh, Saturday. If if the fourth spot, to me, is, is between them and Alabama. If Alabama wins – they're in but then you got to remember what like what's where does texas lie in this too that's you, kind of like where like my fourth spot is kind of up in the air i'll i'll say florida state for now because i do think george is going to win on saturday and i don't want to see alabama in another championship game. they've had enough fun you know go play in the peach bowl maybe they'll play at penn state but so my four are georgia michigan oregon and florida state I like it. And man, that Texas, you think the committee wants to put Texas in? I mean, that you got to think they got all four regions for, for ratings. Yeah. If they put Texas, they got the West coast, they got the North, you know, the Northeast, you know, with Michigan, you know, they got the South with Georgia. And then that, that, that just that South West with, with Texas. I don't know. I just feel like there, that'd be like, the there's first, a chance Texas. Four. I mean, cause look, if Georgia, Michigan, Washington and Florida State win. Texas is out because you got four undefeated. Right. Even with right. one of the so, best like, wins. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, four undefeated. You're right. You got to put it. the undefeated teams in. I know. So, I get so it. if you're Texas, you really need. If you're Texas, you need. You really need Florida State to lose, right? Which they could. Which they yeah. could, or or both, and and you need. Uh, Washington to lose to Oregon, and then you can say, "Hey, we should be above Oregon," but I don't know if they, they will. Do you so, think we'll I, see I mean, from the committee who they where they put Texas and where where they put these guys at? Like, if they put Oregon above Texas as one loss teams, do you think that's like a hint? Like, hey, if they win, they're definitely in over Texas, whether they win or not. Like, I think we're going to see a little bit tomorrow where they have these guys ranked. Yeah, because right now, right now they have. Texas seven. So, and they had Florida state four. Now I, I, I mean, I know Florida's had their problems. That still was a good win with a backup quarterback. You know, they went there in the swamp and they got a double digit win. Oh, I was so, impressed. I mean, Florida state, they're another school. Um, I mean, everybody was down on Mike Norville after his first year or so. And look what he's done there too. So I, I hope Florida state wins. They're a fun story. They got, they got dudes up front. That number, what Jared Veers, what's his last name? That defensive end is going to be a top. Yeah, pick. Jared Veers, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a top five pick. They got studs all over, and that was, I mean, like you said, going into the swamp. I know Florida's down; it's not easy, and they still, you know, fought through all that, you know, adversity and being a rivalry game without their star quarterback, which is such an unfortunate injury. Um, yeah, I think Florida State could st- still beat them. It's just Louisville's pr- pretty good. And they're smart enough after that loss to Kentucky, their rival. So I, I think Louisville can take that game Saturday night, quite frankly. All right, so yeah, who I gets agree. in here? I got a scenario for I you guys. Agree. Let's say Georgia wins. They're in. Michigan wins because Iowa sucks. That, there's two. Okay. 
What happens if Iowa pulls you up? Listen, I, I get Michigan's good. No, I, I don't even want to talk about it. It's not realistic. They can't score what, points. It's not realistic. Listen, J.J. McCarthy can throw five picks and they're still going to win. I've seen crazier things happen. Michigan, Michigan's had a tough run of games. Penn State, a tough game with Maryland. Ohio State bloodbath came down in the last 20 seconds. Listen, I'm just – I was not a bad football team, though. Like, their offense is They terrible. do have 10 like, wins, somehow. I saw, I saw TCU, who freaking was – obviously, was this year they stink, boat race Michigan. So, I'm not going to ro- run past anything. What okay, okay well, I, I'm not even entertaining that scenario because okay, they're going right. to lose 45 nothing. All right, let me, let me get right. this scenario here, out there. okay? Okay. All right, okay. Georgia okay. wins. Michigan wins. Okay, so there's your first two. All right, Florida State wins. Your first three. Let's say the fourth spot is it Oregon and Texas. They both win. Who gets into the fourth spot? Oh, then it's Oregon. If that's your scenario, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be Oregon. I mean, they're. But but you, you said Texas got probably the better win against Alabama. But I guess right. that trumps against Al against Washington. You know, they would have beat Washington at that point. And they had a, what a three. They had a what a three point two point. Would they lose by three against uh, Oklahoma? It was a field goal last second. Right. It, yeah, that was, yeah. They went down and scored a touchdown. I think it was four. They they went and got a touchdown at the end. Oklahoma did. Remember? Uh, oh, they were up three. three. If I was yeah. a gambler, if I was a gambler, I if I mean Oregon would be my safest bet this weekend for games. I think they're gonna handle Washington. I and it's I love at Washington. Washington. Now, I mean, Washington's a great story, and it's so much. There's so much fun to watch. Penix it's hard to beat somebody twice, too, Carl. Yeah, thanks, Coach. But um, like Penix is awesome. I think, but I think Oregon is rolling, and yeah, I think they're going to win that game in Washington by a couple touchdowns. I think, yeah. I think if Michigan played Ohio State again, though, I think they beat them. So it's tough to beat a team twice, but unless it's Ohio State, Michigan, I think Michigan would definitely probably be. Awesome. Shut up, there, Clark. <laughs> Hater. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be fascinating because you know. We had five, and now we're down to four. We still have four undefeated teams. So it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be a fun weekend of college football. To kind of hey, Carl, who, 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 who do you got for Heisman? Uh, I want to go with Penix, but that, that dude from Oregon is playing out of his mind. Bo Nix. I'm going with Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Okay. We yeah, talked about this earlier. At, yeah, if you look at the odds, it's between Bo Nix and, and Jaden Daniels. Oh no! Yeah, Dan- uh, yeah. Daniels is awesome too. He's going to be a great pro. I, I think agree. The, the uh, it might come down to that game between Washington and Oregon wins the Heisman. Honestly, like if Penix has, I don't know, a great year, like a great game, like he's had a great year. But if he has a game like last Saturday where he nearly—I don't know if you guys saw the end—he nearly cost them the game with a couple of terrible intercepts. I don't know what the coach was doing. With those well, balls, why were they, that why was were crazy. I, I don't know. Why were they it was, throw it? I have no clue. It was insane. The coach had the had the play call of the year, though, on fourth and one when he did the reverse. That yeah. was a great play call. But then oh, they yeah, get no. down there, and, 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 and Penix could have easily thrown two picks there, and that would have ended the game. I mean, we didn't yeah. want overtime. But, yeah, so I, 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 I agree. That was crazy. It was. It was I, mean, I, I kind of like Oregon, 
But my only worry about Oregon is everybody's on Oregon. Everybody I know, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Maybe it's true, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's kind of crazy. At It's at Washington. Now, it's the second time you guys play somebody, and they're, they're a home dog. That's crazy. What was the spread What's the, the spread time? in that? Six and a half, I think, this week. Okay. Okay. No, Nine I, and a half. I mean, you guys have seen Oregon play. Like, you know they're – one of the top three teams in the country. So, I mean, but, you know, that's why they play the games. Who knows? I mean, Washington's had a great run, and they're probably hearing all this chatter that they're home underdogs, even though they beat them earlier in the year. So, who knows? Like, I can't wait for that game. That's the one I'm most it's, excited it's about. It's Oregon. It's at Washington. And Oregon's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. They're almost a ten-point favorite at Washington. I believe wow. it, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean – Washington's been kind of on the Cinderella story this year. I mean, and it almost came back to bid them in the rivalry week. You guys saw it last Saturday, and, you know, they got lucky in their first matchup, so I could see why the spread's like that. Oregon's been – outside of that game, has anybody really challenged them? I'm no, to, it's been lights out. It's been and it's lights like, out. You guys know that even though the Pac-12 is going away, it's been a really fun conference and a good conference to watch this year. And Oregon's yeah. just, besides Washington, made mincemeat to everybody. Yep, they have. All right, Carl. We're going to get you out of there on that. we got a lot to cover. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. All right, yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good talk to you. I'll see you all soon. Thank you. Thanks, I like Carl. the beard. <laughs> Later, guys. See ya. See ya. All right. The one and only Carl Frederick. All right. Let's get into the coaching changes real quick. So, Mike Elko, Texas A&M. Uh, I, I think it's a solid hire. I don't know. He's only done it for two years. That's my concern. I gave it a B minus. So I'm, I did like yeah. a grading system. What do you think? I got him a C. I think a C coach. You know, I thought about this when you sent out the script. I just feel like the media kind of they crown this guy after a couple decent seasons. Nothing great. I mean, this year, what's he like six and what's he six and six, seven and five? I mean, I get it. He's at Duke, but he's also playing the ACC. There's some dogs in the ACC. I don't know. Like but he's been there too. He was just there. So that's part of it, right? I know he's a D coordinator, and he was he was a D coordinator in for I think a year or two, and he was all right. But yeah, see, I listen. They we Nordane plays Texas A&M week one next year. Do they really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. a fun one. <laughs> Where's yeah. it at? Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the. I think it's like the Shamrock series. I think it's like the neutral, probably Dallas, probably is my guess. I don't. I didn't look at wow, that. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, they play, they play in week one. Yeah. So, I, you know, he's got to get a quarterback in there. We'll see. And uh, they'll be all right. Listen, you can't do any worse than Jimbo. They've looked so much better since he, Jimbo's been gone. It's crazy what, you know, I, it's probably off of just, you know, the, the hype of not having him there and him bringing down the program or whatever it may be. It says it's at College Station. Oh, then there you go. And, and buy your tickets right now, buddy. That, that'd be a yeah. cool game to go to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's a good coach. Did you read that article in The Athletic about Jimbo Fisher? Oh, my God. It was scathing. Just said how entitled he was. You know, when he got hired, I didn't know this. When he got hired, the president of him gave him a plaque with saying national championship, and it didn't have a date on it. And the quote, the quote that, that stuck out for me was a college coach said, his offense was archaic when they had Jameis Winston, but they made up for it because of Jameis and they had some dudes at receiver and stuff. 
And like he never never evolved, never changed. And he was like the staff was confused because he was very arrogant and just did whatever he wanted. So I mean, I think at the very least Elko should be able to get them to be like competent, but yeah. I don't know about him being a big time coach. I like him a lot. I'm just saying two years at a Duke. I know I you know, I agree with you, like they're a little down this year. I, I think I would have liked to see a little more, but I think it's a good hire. It's a it's it's an okay hire. I don't know. Okay hire. He's a B, okay. B minus C. It's not good. I'll say okay. Yeah, it's okay. Well, we'll see. You know, results, and we'll look back in three years and say, yeah, it was okay. It was or it was great. All right, John L. Smith got Michigan State from Oregon State. Now this shows you the money. You know, Oregon State's in La La Land right now for a conference because well, they don't now know where they're gonna play. Yeah. They don't know where they're going to play. So now yeah. he goes to a guaranteed comp, even though he's never been probably east of the Rockies his whole life. He's spent most of his life out west. But He knows uh, shit about Michigan State. He knows nothing, he said. No, I, but I he's a good coach. Yeah. I, I, I gave him a B plus because I think he's a good coach. He's a program builder. That's what they need. Tucker was trying to get big-time recruits. You can't get big-time recruits there. Well, you got to – I mean, occasionally. But you got to just got to go and build a, a good culture, good program, tough mind. And he's going to do that. And he's – He's a good offensive coach. He knows how to run the ball. He knows how to set up good play action. I think he's a really good coach, offensive coach. So I think this was a yeah. really good hire. It's probably my favorite hire so far. Yeah, no, I I, I kind of agree. You know, I looked more into him. You know, because listen, he's coming in with the big boys. You know, like you know, you got the you got the other Pac-12 teams coming in, and uh, you know, you got Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State as the blue bloods there, and Michigan State. Let's not forget they're one of the they're one of the what. Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State are the three Big Ten teams that have been in the Final yes. Four. So it's not – they've had some success under, under D'Antonio, and uh, it's time for them uh, to maybe get back on track here. You know, I was not a believer in, in your guy. Um, I thought they were probably looking to get rid of him before the season even started. And uh, sure enough, they, they did. You know, remember – if you remember, remember I predicted Predicted that Michigan State yeah. was going to be bad. What they went six, five. Yeah, they were bad. You you predicted last year. They're the TCU of this year. Yeah, how, how about TCU? That's incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, when you see a TCU and you see what Michigan State did that one year, it just really, really shows you, like, it really respects what like Nick Saban's done to consistently be good. A bad year for Michigan State for Alabama is. Two losses. Yeah. yeah now I, 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 you know, I set a shout out on the show, but Kevin Wagner and I were texting today. He made a great point. You know what the craziest buyout I think I've seen is Indiana, a really bad football program in the Big Ten. They bought out Tom Allen for twenty point eight million dollars. When you're a low level Big Ten program, that shows you how much money is in the Big Ten. That's crazy. They bought him out, and I know he's he deserves it. He wasn't a very good coach. But I'm saying, like, it's hard to win there, and I can't believe they bought that guy out. That was crazy. Twenty point. He had that good year. Was it was it the COVID year? He had that good it year. It was a COVID year. Yes. He had Penix as his quarterback. He had Penix, right? and the following year, Penix got hurt, and it was like the season from hell. And then he, he's never been good since. And so it's hard. You know, it's been hard, like for an Indiana when you're in the Big Ten East. Now it's not going to get easier because they're going to get these other teams coming in. But at least they, every year they won't have Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State because they, they just get destroyed by those three. 
You know, it's like yeah. like Mike Sloxley at Maryland. I know Maryland isn't great, but you know, he he's won seven and five. He's had winning records the last couple of years. Like he's consistently at least made them respectable. We're like Indiana just can't get out of their way. I think Maryland could actually he could actually recruit a little bit. I think it's the in-game coaching that, that kills them. I think it's just getting the game. You could be right. Like, like right around there. And they but, just but make seven and six, eight and five, stupid, seven and six. They call stupid timeouts. They just make dumb penalties. But, but I'm saying at Maryland, they get the seven players. and six, eight, five, seven and five. Now, yeah, they do. All right. And then Jeff Libby got Mississippi State. Yeah. I said C plus. I don't know. Oh, oh, Maryland? Yeah. Oh, it, no. Mississippi no, State. I said Jeff Lebby. I, I like that, you know, he, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, okay. We'll see what he does. He's got a great offensive mind. Been yeah. around a while, so we'll see on that. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, we'll see. Michigan, listen, Mississippi State's a tough place to win. I mean, it's not, listen, yeah. it's not Bama. It's not LSU. It's not no, Florida. It's, it's not, you know, it's a tough place to win. All right. You want me to do my top 10 or you want me to go to the games? Well, run through your top 10 real quick. I want to hear your top four. For, you know, I want to hear well, I, well, right going in this game, I have. Georgia one, Michigan two. I move Michigan up. Florida State three, Washington four, Oregon five, Texas six, Alabama seven, Ohio State eight, Missouri nine, and Penn State ten. Wow, Ohio State eight. Wow. The AP has them six. I moved them down, man. I'm sorry. I have high standards. I was I was actually shocked that AP had Ohio State above Texas. I was surprised. I think it's just, you know, I think Texas is. Look shaky at times, and then well, they pro- they've got their backup quarterback for for what two or three games, basically. I think that they were. I think it's because of Penn State and Notre Dame. You know, they, they propping them up because those two wins. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Ohio State really gets by on reputation, and well, and, and the reputation is very sound, and it, they're they're good. I mean, you know, if they had a field goal kicker last year, they might have won a national championship. So they've been close. They just can't get over the the, the hump. So I will say this, Coach. Texas playing Oklahoma State does them no favors because Oklahoma State's not very good. That you think Oklahoma no State favors. has a chance? Let, let's get in, let's go to the picks. Yeah, let's go to the picks. All right, picks. We both went three and two last week. So on okay. the year, I am 32, 27, 4. You're 28, 31, and 4. Okay? okay. Let's get in the picks. Oregon at Washington. This is Friday night. This is a good game. This yep, is a really good game. Um, so Oregon is favored by nine and a half. I'm taking Washington. Uh, I think that you know, I think Oregon could win, but nine and a half is a lot. And I think it's, I think it's a, a a seven point game either way. So give me Washington. Man, I just the way the way Washington's been playing, what Oregon's been able to do the last six seven weeks since that loss to Washington. I mean, this is one of those games that it could get out of hand. It could be like 35 to 14. I think that's how good Oregon's playing. Give me Oregon minus the nine and a half. I think it's – I honestly – it's almost one of those games. It's too good to be true. Washington getting nine and a half points. Oh, it's a lock. They're number three team in the country. Not so fast. I think uh, I think Oregon kind of runs away with this one. I think they're that good. If Oregon win, it, it Washington wins, they're a lock to make it, right? If Oregon win, are they a lock to make it? No, they're not because, like you said, they're there's just too many. 
Oh man, no Oregon probably. If Oregon wins, they're probably our lock. You know, with one loss team to Oklahoma, and they avenge that. that loss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. All right, next one: Oklahoma State, Texas. Texas is favored by fourteen. So by yeah, two I, touchdowns. I I watched this. The is, this, is, this is a tough one. It's actually Coast fourteen and a half. There you go, fourteen and a half. I watched Oklahoma State lose the UC University of Central Florida, forty-two to three. Like yeah, Loxley's teams are, the, the, you know, it's so crazy because they started two and two and they lost back to back against Southern Alabama and then Iowa State. Then they got fire and they won one, two, three, four, five in a row. Then they lost to UCF and then they beat Houston and they beat BYU. Which you see where Houston, you see where uh, what's the name's out, my guy. Oh, you like Dana Horgerson? I like Dana. Yeah, I think he's a good dude. I, I actually met him in Cabo this year. I was uh, we were at a, we were playing. At Did you really? Yeah, oh, he's great. he's a hilarious, dude. Yeah, he is. He came up to us. He talked to us for like ten minutes. I mean, he was. Hey, just I'm Dan. He calls himself Dan. You know, I'm Dan. He was a great I, guy. I, I, but I think, anyways, Hogerson. Hogers is a great offense coordinator. I was gonna I say think. I would love to see him at Notre Dame or something like that. That'd oh yeah, he, he he should be well sought after. Get like a million and a half, million, one point eight million, two million. Like somebody should offer him. He's a great offensive mind. He just as a head coach, he he's okay at West Virginia and kind of fell off at Houston. It's hard to go right in the Big Twelve though, you know. From the you know, here's a scenario, coach. They're talking about they're, yeah, they're talking about Tommy Reese possibly take taking that job at Indiana. Getting a, get an opportunity there, maybe Dana goes to uh to 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 work with Saban in Alabama for the next couple of years. Oh, those two together! Could you see him trying to mf that guy? That guy, that guy, that guy is like, like I think Dana Holgerson is top five coach in college football to watch on the sideline. His mannerisms and what he says, yeah. and he's always. I mean, he's just got this weird. He's got the long hair. I mean, he's. He, he, I'm like bored. I I just want a camera on him the whole time. He's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay, so Oklahoma State versus Texas. Texas fourteen and a half. What, what do you say? I have I have no faith in Oklahoma State, uh, and I think Texas is a damn good football team. And listen, they know they have to show the committee how good they are. So there's no oh, we got to win by seven or fourteen. They want to win this game forty nine to nothing, right? I mean that's they have to prove to them that they're they're worthy of that that final four pick. I mean that's where they're at right now. Give me Texas minus the 14 and a half. I think they try to pour it on and pour it on hard. And uh, I think they win this game big. All right. Ah, so fast, my friend. Give me Oklahoma State to cover. That's a lot of points. Uh, Gundy, they got a hell of a running back. You see this Ali Gordon? Have you seen this Ali Gordon? He is unreal running back. You know, and uh, I think he runs the ball enough and he keeps it close. I don't. He's got 1,580 yards in the year. Look at this last, he's like, he's got a 271, a 282 game, a 166, 164 game. Um, Anyways, I, I'll take Oklahoma State to cover. I think Texas probably wins, but I think I think Oklahoma State keeps it close. Uh, all right. Okay. The big one. Oh, man, this is the best one, man. No offense to anybody, but. Alabama, Georgia. Are you kidding me? This is a great game. Oh, Alabama, man. Georgia's favored by five. I'm gonna be honest. I think Georgia's gonna gonna beat Alabama. They still got some warts 
They were got very lucky to beat Auburn. I mean, that was a great play, but they got very lucky. Give me, give me Georgia. I think Georgia beats them and they make the playoff. I think Georgia wins this one, but I like I like Bama and the points. You know, I think uh, maybe a backdoor cover here. You know, Jalen Monroe, he's going to make some plays. He'll make some plays with his feet. He throws a great deep ball. I think I think Georgia. You know, we've asked how many people. Georgia the field and every every one of these you know big time guys for the most part have said Georgia Georgia boy they are good they are good coach what a what a well coached team they're deep um, they can play all all three phases of the football um, they really have no weaknesses they really don't I mean it's not going to surprise me what they won a national championship will it surprise you Ooh. if we sit here in five five weeks is Georgia the national champion are you going to be shocked. Three in a row. No. Awesome. I mean, Kirby, yeah. Kirby just got that rolling right now. I mean, even their quarterback. Hey, hey, hey Carson Beck is your anti-mobile guy. He He's not the most mobile guy in the world, but he, he gets it done. He makes a couple plays here and there. But, you know, the, the thing about is Georgia runs like a good offense, don't get me wrong, but it, it, it can lean when they get up. They they get a little more conservative. They're they're not like foot the gas pedal. They're, like they're 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 a little bit of a, a you know they can go fast. They can make plays, but they also can. Hey, let's take the air out of the ball and run the ball a little bit. So, if it's Michigan, Georgia, and that's championship, who would you take? Georgia. Georgia, yeah. I, even though I I would not be shocked if Michigan wins the national championship this year. I think they're that I think they're that good of a football team. Two good running backs, solid, sol- above average, solid college quarterback, good defense. I, I think if, if there they, was a concern for Michigan, it's their offensive and, line. They, they got to get their offensive line. And, and, and the receivers aren't, they don't have like that, you know, that, that you know, like. They're tight ends. They got some good ones. tight ends, though. They, got they do got two good. So, you know, we'll see. All right. Louisville versus Florida State. I mean, this is crazy. Louisville lost to Kentucky. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe looking ahead a little bit. Yeah, so rivalry Florida game. State minus three and a half. I'm gonna take Florida State. I think Florida State's gonna win the ACC. I think that they got playing too much riding. It's playing for too much, right, Coach? They're too, too much. They're gonna be fired up. You can tell yeah. Norvell's tasting it. Yeah, he could tell he was really fired up about that game. Uh, you know, in the swamp. Quarterback so. has to play better though. He has to. He does. Only throw for 130 yards against a kind of a depleted Florida defense. Like, I, like, I don't think not, they can win a national championship. Like I don't know if they can win a national championship now. I thought they could with the I don't quarterback. Even think they can get there. Okay, so I, I, I I'm going to take. I'll take. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take Florida State. I mean, I'll take Florida State too. I think, like I said, they just have too much to play for. Now they get to the Final Four, but I don't see them winning a game there. I don't think they're better than Michigan. I don't think they're better than Georgia. I don't think they're better than Texas without with without the quarterback. I don't think they're better than Oregon. So they are, but you have to coach. If they go thirteen zero. You have to put them in. You have to put them in the playoff. You have to. Yeah, we're talking about. All right, here we go. Iowa versus Michigan minus twenty three. Michigan. It's not even a debate. Michigan's going to win forty to nothing. Iowa sucks. I t- I like I like uh, Iowa plus the points. I think they do enough to score. I think they can get thirteen. I'm not saying it's going to be an upset, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. 
Has there been a more underrated coach than than, than Kirk out there in college? No, no, I'm not even going to give him credit. No, I'm not giving him any credit. He had cronyism. And, 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 you know, he let his son stick around for years. Imagine if they had a competent offense the last five years. Yeah, that's true. Their defense has been damn good. I'm not trying, you know, it, it's I mean, he's a great him. coach. Yeah. Oh, all right, so let me ask you this. I'll give you one more playoff story before we do the Brett Wilhelm action of the week. Okay, Louisville, let's say this. Let's say Georgia wins. Let's say, okay, let's say Georgia wins. Let's say Michigan wins. Let's say Louisville knocks off uh, Florida State. They're out. Okay, okay. Let, they're, they're out. Let's say um, Texas loses Oklahoma State. That's the one scenario Ohio State could backdoor to their way no. in. Oh, come on. Come on. I don't even want to hear that. Right? Well, no, no. You know what they could do? They could put in a one-loss uh, one loss Washington team in there, too. Made it to their conference championship. Maybe. And they already, and they already, beat, and they already beat Oregon. I'm telling Maybe. you, I think they would put in a one-loss one Washington team, if the, especially if that game's close. Right. Okay. All right. Washington wins. Oregon has two. They're done. And now you're going to put Ohio State in. There's still a chance. It's small. And I and and I'm just saying that it's small. I don't see it Texas does. losing. I don't see Texas losing. I don't see Texas losing. I I don't either. I I, I agree. I'm just saying. I had to throw that at you. I was waiting all show to throw that at you. There's still a chance, but small. One percent. It's like it's like one percent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all nowhere right, near. Now, it's nowhere, coach. It's nowhere like that last year. Last year they're. I mean, there was really – I mean, USC had a win. There was really no debate. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, yeah, Ohio State probably deserves to be in that, that four spot. You know, they didn't go to the, their conference championship. But who who played in the, the SEC championship last year? Was it LSU? It was LSU. They had like three LSU. losses. They already had three losses. Yeah, they had three losses. losses. Yeah. yeah. Two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it was – yeah, and – Clemson was already down. Like there was just there was like no good teams, you know. Right, just, if Ohio State played Georgia, any shot they win. Yes, I think Ohio State. Could, I, I think there's probably just like Notre Dame almost beat Ohio State. Came down one, you know, half yard line. You know, pretty much half the football across the goal line. I think Ohio State can beat anybody anybody in college football this year, including Georgia, including Alabama. Oregon, they can beat anybody, but they could probably lose about 10 to 15 teams just because their offense isn't that great. All right, Brett Wilhelm, action of the week. Miami, Ohio, Toledo in the back championship. I'll go first. Give me Toledo all day. Yeah, I don't want to go against my uh, my Rockets. However, I need to make up some ground with you before bowl season starts. So... <laughs> Give me, give me my the the Fighting Red Hawks in Miami, Ohio, uh, to pull the upset against Toledo. Hey, is that coach? Is he, is he going to end up anywhere? Toledo's coach. I know he, there was talks about Michigan I State. So. I, I feel like he Maybe might Indiana? end up. Somewhere. That could be, yeah, one of those type of teams. Yeah. I mean, he would make sense in Indiana. I mean, you know that. Yeah, it's kind of the same region. Yeah, it, you know, maybe there isn't a lot of. There's not that many openings. Not yet. Well, I don't know not who yet. else would be fired at this point. You know, the West Virginia coach was going to get fired, but then he went eight and four, so he kind of saved his job. Um, you know, so I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't know. I can't really think of any other job. Oh, Chip, 
Chip might be gone. I think they'll let him transition to the Big Ten, see how he does. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He's 500 as a coach. Now they're seven and five. That was a bad. I Man, I don't know what's going on with Chip. I mean, he had a great win against USC, and then they go lay an egg against Cal. Here, so there's Schefter said there's going to be at least seven to ten NFL jobs open. Do you see any of these college guys going going the NFL? Ryan Day, maybe. There's usually one to two that like get looks. Well, Jim Harbaugh for sure is probably one. You know, if if you're you're a betting betting guy, I'd say minus one ten he's going to the NFL. It sounds like he's a generational team. NCA violations are coming. It, it, it you know it reminds me of, reminds me a lot. Doesn't it remind you a lot? Like a little bit like um, when Pete Carroll Pete left Carroll. USC. Pete Carroll, yeah, yeah. Like you could just tell the end was coming with Pete. I think the end. He wants to go back to NFL. Um, he got Michigan back in a great, and I think Michigan just probably gets the Sharon more. He looks good. Uh, you know, it's different being they're talking about guy. him in Indiana. They're talking about him in Indiana, possibly. Yeah, he'd be a good get. You know, my yeah. my my B Way said, "Why didn't Why didn't Michigan State hire him?" Uh, and and I, was I think like, he know. I think he knows he's getting the Michigan job. I think yeah. he knows it. Well, yeah, and, and like Michigan State was probably already down the path with John L. Smith, and you know, you know, and um, but no, I mean, he did a nice job, man. I think for sure, Harbaugh goes. They got to probably give it to him, give him a shot. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, no, he beat yeah. Ryan Day head to head. What's up? He beat Ryan Day head to head. He did. I mean, Ryan Day. It's similar to Ryan Day. Ryan Day got a little audition, you know, a little different, a little harder games. But Ryan Day got three game audition when Urban got suspended, and then they just made him the permanent coach when Urban left. So um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. You know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Harbaugh, and 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 then you know they could go to the NFL. You never know. You've been saying it for two years. I don't think he will, but I don't know. We'll see. If Day goes to the NFL, does Ohio State hire Luke Fickle or they promote Brian Hartline? Or do they go or do they go after Vrabel? There's some heat down there that Vrabel might be uh shit canned. Yeah, they won last week, but you know, they don't have a quarterback. That's his problem right now. I think they won one too more too many years with uh with the old quarterback who's like thirty six years old now. They got an old aging running back too, but good stuff today, Coach. Sorry about your loss on Saturday, but you know yeah, what? Sorry, it's, it's, you're, it's, you're a true uh, Buckeye. I'm Buckeye. Yep. It, it happened. It, 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 it was hard team. for sure. I was, uh, uh, you know, but it, we'll it is. What the, it is. We'll see in the Orange Bowl versus uh, Louisville. I hope. Yeah, that's probably more, more, more. Most likely, that's probably where they end up. I agree. So, all right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll come back next week. And we'll break down all the games. I'm going to try to get our guy. Our guy, the SEC guy. I'm blanking on his name. What's his name? Oh, my God. I'm going to figure his name. Oh, my God. Let's get him on. Preview all the Tennessee writer. Who, Rick? Rick. Let's get Rick Butler on. Because yeah. he can give us the SEC, and we'll get him to pick the games with us. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask him. He'll come on. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. Tough one for my bucks, but that's all right. We're gonna we're gonna get get through it. Even dealing with with uh, Clark's trolling, it's all right. And go hey, bucks. Coach, 
Coach, next week has some transfer portal stuff for us because a lot of these guys are hitting. So have maybe yeah, like the top are. 10 transfer yeah, guys. Yeah. All right. I was going to say it again. Go Bucks. <laughs>